Hi guys, Paul from the Innovation Community here. Today I'm with Andreas Merentitis, who is the Director of Data Science for uh, OLX, or one of the Data Science Directors at OLX. Great to have you with us. Thanks a lot, uh, Paul, for the invitation, uh, and thanks a lot for having me. Great to have you here. So uh, tell us a bit about yourself in a few words to begin with. Uh, yes, uh, so um, I uh, was born in Greece and uh, uh, I was from an early age uh, quite interested in um, uh, computers and computer science. I studied uh, in, in, uh, in that field. Uh, I also did my uh, master's in uh, statistics and a PhD, PhD in statistical signal processing. The last 10 years I'm working in the industry uh, in different roles in, in uh, data science. Uh, in uh, in uh, Germany, uh, I have passed, uh, now of course I'm, I'm director of data science in OLX and previously I was head. I was uh, a lead uh, data scientist at uh, Zalando before and I also have passed from, from a couple of companies in uh, Fra Frankfurt in, uh, in the finance domain. Uh, so yeah, quite a diverse experience, but uh, primarily in this uh, field of data and data science. Perhaps personal note, uh, if I don't know if uh, uh, I might uh, add also a bit of a personal note to, to that. Um, uh, the, some things that I, I enjoy doing on my personal time is uh, jazz. Uh, I li really like interesting problems and a good book. And I also uh, uh, like participating in uh, meetups from various topics, but uh, data, of course, uh, though I have a bit less time these days and I love board games. And don't we all? So, uh, where did your career working in data start? In terms of, um, uh, let's say, first I, I passed a bit, uh, as I said, from uh, the academic uh, world. So there I worked, I worked as a postdoc uh, for a year in, uh, in Greece in a couple of um, uh, European funded uh, projects in, in this domain, domain uh, especially in uh, using data in combination with uh, IoT at that point in, in research. Then uh, when I moved to, to Germany, uh, almost uh, 10 years ago now, uh, I worked in, uh, in the field uh, initially of um, uh, smart cities and the optimization of, of data for smart uh, cities uh, perspective, including, uh, let's say, uh, traffic optimization and environmental sensors, um, uh, things, things like that, as well as a couple of um, more traditional uh, data science uh, applications in the field of security, like, um, uh, for example, uh, face, face recognition. Uh, after that, I, I, I moved to, to Berlin, where uh, I worked uh, in uh, e-commerce uh, in, uh, in Zalando, the big uh, retailer, and then now I'm still in uh, the broader domain of online marketplaces with OLX. Brilliant. So what are you up to in the current role with OLX? In my current role, I'm leading the data science operations for OLX in, uh, in Europe, uh, which uh, means that uh, I have teams that are working in our customer-facing products for uh, both our horizontal and vertical businesses in, in our tech hubs in, in Lisbon, uh, in Berlin, and uh, in Poznan, in, in Poland. And uh, some of the key, let's say, things uh, that uh, we, are, we are working on as a two-sided marketplace in, uh, in, in OLX include uh, applications such as uh, search and recommendations. So giving relevant content to the users as uh, they are entering a query to, to our uh, uh, platform, making sure that uh, we automatically correct for uh, synonyms or typos uh, 
pre pre preserving uh, good content that uh, helps the buyers and the sellers uh, connect uh, uh, in a meaningful way so that uh, everybody is happy and uh, the transaction can, uh, can uh, be um, uh, completed successfully. Uh, and uh, and uh, some additional applications also, of course, uh, include the moderation and, and trust and safety. Uh, we automatically uh, uh, moderate many millions of uh, listings and uh, images per day with uh, deep learning uh, models. Uh, this is one of the use cases that we invent invested on heavily already uh, three years ago uh, when, when I joined OLX. Uh, and then we have a lot of other additional application uh, customer centricity uh, monetization in specific uh, verticals or for, for, for specific uh, uh, customer segments uh, all in all we have in total uh, something like 26 uh, use cases uh, that uh, uh, are empowered with uh, AI and machine learning in Europe uh, that uh, my team is uh, uh, working on and you sound super passionate about uh, working uh, with the, the projects you're working on. What really interests you about working with data at the heart of it? At the heart of data is understanding what uh, we can do to help uh, our users and uh, make their life easier, make them uh, successful, but doing it in a, in a way that is informed. So understanding really what are the patterns that uh, uh, show Aether trends that are appearing, uh, what are uh, somehow Aether really good opportunity. Uh, spend a lot of, of our time making certain that we uh, offer the best uh, quality product uh, that we can to, to our customer base across different markets and uh, across different um, uh, verticals as, as well. Uh, the other part of, of course is the intellectual challenge of, uh, of uh, working with, uh, with data and of understanding this uh, uh, problem. So it's a combination of on one hand, on one hand uh, a really nice uh, let's say intellectual challenge, almost a puzzle I, I would say, but on the other hand using this in a way that improves our products and makes the lives of our uh, users uh, easier. Sure. So how do OLX organize data science for success? That is a great uh, question. Uh, so far, the, the uh, approach that we have mostly used is the one that is also uh, advertised by Andrew and Z a couple of years ago in, uh, in one of his very well-known uh, talks, which uh, somebody uh, may, might call the federated uh, uh, way. So this means that um, uh, there are uh, data scientists that are embedded in the different customer units in the different product teams uh, and are working very, very closely with, uh, with the business in cross-functional uh, settings together with uh, data engineers, backend engineers, uh, SREs, uh, front-end uh, engineers and, and so on. But the uh, data uh, scientists themselves and, and in many cases also uh, the, the data engineers are uh, reporting to a central data science organization for Europe at least for the, uh, for the teams that are what we call PDT, product uh, data and tech teams that develop the customer facing uh, products. Apart from that, we also have teams that uh, are uh, in, the, in our local markets and uh, uh, we have uh, nine markets in, in Europe that we are active on. So in these uh, local teams, there might be some additional data scientists that might not be in my organization, but we are also working quite closely with them. They are also part of the, of the broader community. Uh, we are exchanging knowledge and, and keeping uh, closely uh, aligned. 
And finally, we have also the group level uh, organization because Royal Lips is, is a quite uh, big company with uh, almost 7,000 employees across, across the world. So at the group level, uh, we also have a central data, data science team that uh, uh, undertakes some uh, more, more, let's say, high risk, uh, potentially um, uh, research and innovation uh, related activities. Uh, and, and also acts a bit as the glue between the different uh, parts of the organization across the globe. So also connecting uh, us with, um, our, our, with my peers, for example, from uh, our emerging markets, from um, uh, South America, Russia, and, and so on. Brilliant. So what would you describe as some of the major successes that you have achieved over your career? In terms of, of uh, major successes, uh, that is a, a good question. So uh, again, I would, I would give a bit of a uh, polarized answer. So on one hand, I have successes that uh, uh, I'm particularly proud of, uh, about from, let's say, the academic world. So uh, from, uh, uh, from that perspective, I would perhaps select uh, uh, an IEEE certificate of appreciation for, uh, for contributions to a, to a specific data challenge, uh, classification, automatic classification of uh, certain types uh, of uh, hyperspectral uh, images. Uh, that was a research project, project that I actually did in, in uh, uh, my first uh, years in, in one of the companies that, uh, that I worked in in Frankfurt. Uh, but also in terms of uh, more recent, recent examples, uh, I'm particularly proud of a couple of, uh, of uh, 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 of the successes that we had in, in OLX as well. Uh, the model is that we have uh, now to serve our users in terms of um, uh, search and recommendations are very, very uh, successful. They have driven a significant increase in, in our KPIs, engagement uh, metrics. And uh, these were some of the models that um, uh, the, have really convinced everybody in the business side uh, that uh, data science is uh, actually uh, something that uh, delivers value and it's not just a collection of, of buzzwords. So this is another part that I'm also particularly proud in that case, even more for my team than, than for myself. Tell us about a time that you affected change in a major organization and what were the challenges that came with that? Uh, for that part, I would, I would say uh, when I was initially hired in, in all leagues in, in Berlin, uh, the, the data science team at that point in time was two people. So I had to actually build the team almost from, from scratch to, to our size uh, today, which is uh, 30 data scientists uh, in my uh, team for, for Europe. Uh, and uh, of course, this came with um, a lot of initial challenges on uh, convincing the, the business that there is value to that, uh, going step by step to prove that uh, with incremental uh, investments, uh, you can gain uh, more uh, actual benefits for the customers and for and for the business uh, and then of course uh, working closely with all the stakeholders from uh, product business and technology to make sure that uh, our goals are aligned and we are uh, together pushing in the correct direction so this uh, was a quite interesting learning experience uh, for me as well because i went from uh, having before that i, I had background on leading uh, teams up to six, seven, eight people. But it was the first time that I was asked to lead the, uh, yeah, a quite big organization and even uh, build it from, from scratch and make sure that I uh, contribute in, in uh, setting the broader strategy for data for OLX in Europe. And how would you describe your leadership style? 
I like to think that uh, I'm acting uh, primarily as a coach for, for my teams these days. So on one hand, a good uh, coach uh, 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 encourages the uh, team members and makes sure that um, they have uh, somebody uh, that uh, listens to them, but at the same time challenges them to achieve the next uh, uh, win, the next uh, uh, significant uh, uh, milestone, the next uh, part, be it both for their professional development, but also for, for the company's goals. So primarily, I like to think that uh, I'm acting as a coach, a mentor when needed, but primarily coach. And how do you engage and communicate with the senior leadership team? You know, maybe someone who is more focused on the business side than the data side. That, that is an excellent uh, question. And that was also something that I had to learn uh, in, in OLX uh, in the last uh, three, three years, uh, because it's completely different to uh, communicate with senior leaders uh, that are uh, from, uh, let's say, the uh, non-technical backgrounds than even uh, uh, senior technical uh, leaders or, or, or product leaders that I've had uh, experience in the past. Perhaps the, the key part is, uh, of course, to be uh, very, very candid and clear, but also to uh, express what will be the practical benefit in uh, their domain in terms of uh, 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 simple uh, ways that they can really understand and connect to. So if we are talking about um, uh, connecting to uh, leaders from our specific uh, countries or, or verticals, we have to really go to uh, a discussion about what will be the impact in terms of KPIs that they are interested in, adoption of uh, new features, customer facing uh, KPIs, uh, monetization and, and so on. And also uh, be willing to demonstrate previous successes that uh, we might have uh, in, in OLX, in some cases, uh, even from the broader uh, markets and uh, uh, help them imagine and pay and uh, create the mental map together on how the uh, situation will look after applying uh, data science in that particular domain and problem. Where do you currently see the biggest opportunity for improvement within OLX? That, that is a, also a very good uh, question. Uh, by now, I think we have addressed several of, uh, let's say, the typical low-hanging fruits that somebody would, uh, would start applying data science in one of the uh, new uh, two-sided marketplaces. So if you do not have uh, already something in place, you will probably start with search recommendations, trust and safety, uh, something around um, uh, specifics of uh, customer uh, centricity, seller experience, uh, st stuff like that. But by now, several of these things have, have been uh, done. There are still uh, next uh, opportunities as we are expanding to even more, let's say, uh, verticals, and trying to go to other parts deeper in the, in the funnel of extracting uh, value. Uh, there are opportunities potentially about uh, financing in, in the motor space, opportunities about um, uh, the primary market in, in uh, real estate that, that we are considering. And in any of these cases, uh, data science powered products are, are really important in order to meet the expectations of, uh, of our users. The other part is, of course, bringing the next generation completely different experience uh, to what uh, we are already doing. So there are uh, some of our more innovative and long-term long uh, uh, projects that uh, we are uh, considering to uh, prototype and start and start um, 
uh, applying in some of our specific uh, markets and, and uh, verticals are around actually using video uh, as next uh, uh, medium of communication uh, between the buyer and seller and uh, uh, offering the uh, whole experience with respect to uh, search and recommendation built around video. Of course, this will start a smaller experience, but we do see um, uh, some, somewhat uh, the trend that uh, the markets will move in that direction. Brilliant stuff, and I think a very honest account as well. What do you think was the biggest mistake you made during your career? That's uh, that's a good one. I mean, in in the in the beginning, probably uh, I would say uh, I might have been uh, too uh, much uh, close, uh, uh, closely focused on the technical side, and perhaps not uh, spending enough uh, attention or or energy connecting with the key stakeholders and uh, communicating the, the message in, in, uh, in a clear and concise way. Um, I'm still learning it. I cannot say that uh, I'm uh, uh, perfect, but of course this is a, a domain that uh, I have definitely improved. And uh, uh, yeah, it, it was something that uh, really unlocked uh, for, for me a lot of uh, understanding of how uh, data science can communicate and, and uh, uh, create uh, the correct environment together with the uh, product and, and business in order to transform the organization. Brilliant stuff. And, and how has COVID really affected your own role and the wider organization? In terms of my, uh, of my role itself, uh, there was not something uh, super drastic changing apart from the, from the fact that of course we are working primarily these days remotely and, and from, uh, from home. It's a very limited uh, uh, presence in, in our physical uh, offices and uh, mostly optional. So this means many, many Zoom uh, meetings, even more than, <laughs> than on average. Uh, so that would perhaps be uh, one of the, of the change for, for myself. In terms of, uh, of oil leaks, I would say uh, it's a, a, a domain that uh, uh, still uh, has quite a bit of diversity. So on one hand, we have businesses that uh, uh, were uh, affected positively and businesses that were affected uh, negatively. But uh, all in all, uh, there was not a super drastic uh, uh, change for us, apart from perhaps the push to accelerate even further some of the uh, existing trends to uh, offer, let's say, even more convenience in terms of uh, supporting transactions and giving the opportunity to users for completely contactless um, uh, process of uh, getting the goods delivered to, to, their, to their home. So this uh, really accelerate, uh, pushed us to accelerate our efforts in this space. And for you personally, uh, what does your routine look like? Do you have a routine uh, when you're working from home? Uh, yes, I mean, of course, uh, it is not a perfectly fixed uh, routine, but uh, primarily uh, yeah, after uh, uh, I, I wake up and uh, sometimes I do uh, light exercise, uh, then uh, typically I start uh, with um, uh, making sure that any really important topics uh, have, have been addressed. There is not uh, any uh, major decision that, that is uh, pending uh, and uh, requires my, my attention. After that uh, part is, is done, uh, I might have several uh, yeah, Zoom meetings uh, these days to catch up with uh, my team, with uh, regular catch-ups with uh, key stakeholders across, across our markets. Uh, and uh, for, for certain also, uh, there are specific uh, times that uh, I have uh, uh, allocated in order to 
of opportunities for uh, focused discussions or or even focused time to think about uh, about problems. Uh, I also really really enjoy some of our weekly uh, meetings, both the, both the data science leaders meeting in my team, but also the uh, equivalent meeting, the the peer group uh, data science director meeting uh, in in OLX, which is uh, both good uh, opportunities to connect and discuss opportunities and align and also learn from, from each other. So these, these are some of the key parts of my calendar that I really, really enjoy. And what's your top working from home tip? Hmm, what is, uh, yeah, in, in terms of working from home, I would say uh, don't stay perhaps uh, sitting in uh, in your uh, chair for the full eight hours. That uh, if uh, you combine it with six hours or, or more of, of Zoom calls, can be a bit too, too much. Try to move a bit uh, around, uh, change the, uh, the the environment and uh, where where you are working if uh, if possible. Uh, that other than that, uh, these days there are there is also possibility uh, to have. Uh, some uh, uh, sessions uh, in a bit more uh, fun way, or even uh, if there is a possibility to have a small group uh, meeting uh, with uh, your team in uh, in uh, the office or in a, in a space of uh, a co-working space, that is also something to, to a little bit bring the, the physical connection, but still, of course, uh, staying safe and uh, and uh, uh, meeting all the uh, regulations from COVID, both from the local government as well as as, as your business. But all in all, try to bring to a little bit, uh, not uh, uh, fall into a completely monotonous uh, uh, case of uh, always having uh, uh, yeah, uh, work through through Zoom and uh, one one Zoom call after after the next, because that can be uh, okay for a few months. Now we are several months in the COVID uh, case. Brilliant. So, what's the best piece of advice you ever received? Hmm. One really good, I don't know if it is the best, but one of the really good pieces of, uh, of advice that I got from one of my uh, previous uh, bosses was to really dream big, to really uh, 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 not be satisfied with what uh, we have achieved uh, so far in, in data science, but to really dr uh, dream big and help the company dream big as well. It is easy to say we did this and that and we drove the KPIs and uh, uh, we are already in a quite good uh, shape compared to many uh, other companies, but uh, our ambition is even higher. And uh, in terms of my role as director of data science, it is uh, to a large extent my responsibility to uh, help the, the company uh, fulfill this transformation. And in order to do that, I have first of all myself to be dreaming big and uh, be ambitious in order to bring others uh, together uh, to formulate the vision and, and uh, the uh, path towards that goal. That's fantastic. So what are you curious about moving forward? I mean, these days, uh, it's quite uh, an open, let's say, uh, part of, course, how the whole situation with, will evolve now with, uh, uh, with COVID and how uh, the, the, uh, when we will reach, uh, again, some kind of, uh, of uh, normalcy. That is a practical way of, of being curious. The other part of, uh, of uh, being curious, perhaps in, in a more broader sense, is which of the trends, that the upcoming trends in, in uh, machine learning and AI, 
uh, that we are starting seeing seeing around will really materialize and and will be the uh, the next uh, big uh, uh, transformation forces for for the industry so for example one of the uh, excellent articles that I, that I wrote, uh, uh, that, that I read a couple of uh, uh, days ago, was about um, uh, the new uh, set of companies, including TikTok, and how they are doing it perhaps a bit different than uh, uh, the traditional uh, players in, in, in the space. And two of the key uh, notions that emerged there was, was the uh, interest uh, uh, graph as opposed to the social graph and the seeing uh, data as an algorithm. So the whole, let's say, product to a large extent is designed in a way that uh, facilitates uh, easier integration of, of uh, machine learning from the uh, collection of, of the data itself in a, in a clean way. Uh, for example, the part that you are seeing, only limited selection or even just one video there plays, plays a, a role in, in, in that case, to how you uh, circumvent the, let's say, social graph uh, in, in, in that case and go directly to the interest graph, which is much more what you are trying to get as an underlying uh, structure in order to uh, connect the, the, the different customer segments in the case of, uh, of TikTok. So these are uh, trends that uh, are uh, uh, in the very early stage, but uh, uh, if they pick up, they could also uh, help inspire many other companies to uh, create the, the respective uh, equivalents for their uh, applications and businesses. Uh, how can we uh, transform our products to think like an algorithm so that uh, we can really leverage the uh, potential for machine learning and bring it to the next stage. And who's your favorite thought leader or author or person who's working in the data space right now? I would go with uh, here is a, a classic and, and uh, safe choice. Uh, of course, there are many, but Andrew and Z, uh, following his, um, uh, of course, uh, very um, pivotal achievements, but also all his talks uh, uh, that uh, he's still uh, giving uh, from from time to time, uh, and also being the the co-founder of Coursera, but uh, really. Uh, help uh, democratize uh, AI and machine learning and bring uh, a whole generation of uh, new people uh, people to the field would have to be uh, the first one for me at least. And last question, what advice would you give for aspiring leaders in data? The, the key part that, uh, that I would advise them to be is uh, curious. Uh, of course, the uh, technical background and understanding uh, the uh, math and statistics uh, behind machine learning, being able to communicate with stakeholders, all of these are really important parts of the, of the equation and really critical skills. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, uh, be curious is what uh, I would really uh, uh, try to, to give us as uh, the, the main message. Understanding uh, the problems that the organization uh, can, uh, is facing and can address with machine learning, understanding the data itself, understanding how uh, to, to uh, facilitate uh, and, and what are the next steps in order to, uh, to pave the way for uh, concrete uh, outcomes that can inspire the business. All of these are enabled by being curious and, uh, and also don't be afraid to take some risks. Great advice there from Andreas Merentitis, who is one of the directors of data science at OLX Group. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me.